This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Yeah, it's, it's a great facility up there at Road America. Uh, always has a great fan turnout. They um, have, like, people in the trees at one point down yeah. the back stretch there. I, I, and I was looking up in stand. the trees. I, I don't know if it was tree stands or what, but I swore I saw people in trees, and I'm like, is it hunting season or are we <laughs> at a racetrack? What's going on here? You're tuned in to Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by Dale's Pale Ale, the original craft beer in a can. Visit OscarBlues.com to find out where Dale's is sold near you today. Now here's your hosts, Regan Smith and Keith White. Welcome uh, to another episode of Dirty Mo Radio Upfront, featured by Dale's Pal Al. I am Regan Smith. I'm Sitting next to me is Heath the Boy Wonder White. The Boy Wonder? Where does that come from? I don't know, just with your special socks that you have on today and everything else you got going on there. You know I, what? Uh, I, I, I feel like you had to have a name. Comfortable. I'm very comfortable today. Well, my socks are comfortable too, so. And well, we determined your socks match the color of your legs. They're both white, very white. Well, that's okay. There's first name over there, keeping quiet as always. Over here, just got back from Bristol. First name, first name, first name was at the race. And he yeah. made a point, I did notice first name making a point to show up where I saw him at some, yeah. at some point during the weekend, he said, I'm going to make sure Regan sees me. Mm-hmm. And I saw him, and I said, wow, what happened? Is there something bad happening up here? Why yeah. are you here, first name? Is Twitter yeah. breaking down, or what's going on? <laughs> it was pretty funny. He's about to get interviewed by NBCSN, and he notices me, and I was like, oh, that was pretty I was carrying on a conversation with her and the girls <laughs> yeah. over here asking me a question. I'm like, huh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just saw a minor celebrity. And Rhett was out there with his sunglasses. Rhett's a cool dude. He, he is just a goes cool out dude. I got a chills. picture of him. He's on Twitter now. He is far cooler than his dad could ever dream of being. I promise you that. It's usually a next generation kind of thing. Is well, it? Let me ask you this. Are the sunglasses for for coolness factor or for actual eye protection? They, I, I believe they're for eye protection. Or maybe both. I, I believe it's more for eye protection because okay. he wears the ear stuff too even though the cars aren't running just to be – just to be safe. Be cautious, yeah. yeah, you know, earmuffs. We don't want them to hear any profanity or anything like that. Or, right. or tirades, apparently, as I've come to learn today. <laughs> so um, so he wears the ear protection after, you know, after the anthem and all that stuff gets done in case she doesn't get out with him before the cars do fire off. And uh, I think it's for eye protection. I mean, you don't want the kid to have bad eyes when he gets older. Well, why do you wear sunglasses then? Well, I, it's... I don't wear sunglasses that much, really, when you really look at it. I have them on top of my head a lot, and yeah. I don't actually have them. I always forget to have them, you know, to put them on or to wear them. I, don't, I just don't do it. Well, As we're carrying on a conversation here, we have a minor celebrity. Get our guest that. Ha- what's, what's an Internet celebrity called? Don't they have a special word for that? An internet sensation? I guess an Internet sensation. Internet sensation, also known as Junior Motorsports Travel Liaison, Stephen Steffen is in the studio with us today. Or as we like to call him, Stephen Steven. Sometimes. I have several nicknames. Steven We're Steven's gonna, easier to remember. Hang on. Wait. Ho- hold your thought. We're going to get to that other nickname in a second. I okay. don't want you to spill the beans quite yet on that. But How's it Steven, going? Thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Good. Been waiting for my invite all year. He, yeah. You come up and say, when am I going to be on the radio show? I'm like, Steven, this is your week. Well. You want to know why? Because the truck team's going to Canada. Oh, this is a big week. And do you remember yeah. what happened last this, this time? This predates me, I it believe. This, if this is going where I think it's the, going. The last time a junior motorsports uh, truck or race cars, race truck, whatever you want to call it, ended up north of the border, we had a bit of an incident. An international incident. Correct. And it, you haven't accomplished anything until you've taken a, an, an incident international. Yep, it's true. And then, you, then you've then really done special with it. I had nothing to do with it. I, I did my job. 
Yeah, he did do his job. That's your story, and you're sticking yeah. to it. But I mean, <laughs> I did my job and got everyone else in trouble. We're going to get to the details of that in just a second, but before we get He's, started. You're teasing everything. I, that's well, my point. Don't I, talk about your nickname. No. We're going to get to that. <laughs> We're oh, gonna get let there. me bring up Canada, <laughs> but then we'll get back to that in a second here. I'm trying to develop, I'm trying to keep our listeners holding on. Okay. They don't know, really know what's coming, so I'm trying to be like, okay, the good stuff's coming. But first, I'm sure they're holding on like they're on the edge of a cliff about to fall 4,000 feet right now. All six of you, we appreciate you <laughs> hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, but no, we wanted to establish Steven as an employee and where he came from. Oh, obviously. you do work here? He does work here. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. I thought you were just on 360s and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we just call well, him they need me. Or when, or when we wanted to sit in an airport until 4 in the morning, then you're our guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Steven does get blamed for a lot of things. Now, Steven, how long have you known Dale Jr.? Uh, about 10 years, probably. And that relationship goes back to iRacing, is that correct? Kind of, yeah. We met on online, not through iRacing. Uh, there was a different program at the time, but we met racing E-Harmony? online. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> Match.com. And I actually, I actually met him playing Madden, too. That it's bad that I was thinking <laughs> it and you said it. Madden's really the – I mean, I raced online, but I met him kind of doing the Madden thing, and then that worked into the race league stuff. So so when did, when did he bring you over here? Uh, 2007. I moved here in October and started working for him in November. So Steven Stephan, one of the longest employee, well, long tenured employee. However, yeah, how that is 2007. You're coming up on your tenure here shortly. Yeah. And currently serving is the would you call him the team liaison? Travel liaison. Yeah. yeah, which is like our logistics coordinator. But liaison sounds so much more sophisticated. It's, it's very French. Yeah. It's liaison. Uh, yep. uh, first name and I were upstairs pulling some st- statistics on Steven. Okay. Oh boy. Now, I, uh, this is an interesting fact. I believe Steven might hold the record for most positions in one company <laughs> that he's held. Let's go through all these. Let's yeah, let's so what did you when you first came to work in 2007, what was your position? Uh, I was basically, I, I'll call it an odd job specialist for the <laughs> Mill Acres. Is an odd job specialist. Yeah. That feels like a really big word to yeah. just basically say maintenance. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I mowed grass, washed cars. I skimmed his pool. Cleaned up dog poo, a little bit of everything. You name it, you were involved. Whatever Sonny needed me to do, I did, basically. Living the dream right there. Okay, yeah. so so after the farm, the, we brought you over to the shop, right? Yep. And what were you doing at the shop? I started initially? out doing pit practice. We used to have pit practice here. And what did I, you do then? I drove a pit car. and Didn't I, you, in fact, drive the pit car into the front gate? I thought we were teasing <laughs> here. Uh, it wasn't the front gate. It was I, the back Garage door. The See, job. I feel like we're missing stories as we go because we yep. can go through each of these <laughs> yeah. jobs and, and we can kind of confirm based on a story why he got the next job <laughs> that he got. That's a good point. Yep. If we want to really, really do Or we can just go back through and reload It's up to you. It's your here. show. I'm just here. No, it's just, uh, okay, so at one point you did crash the pit car. Yes. It. Let's hear about the pit car incident. <laughs> okay, well, we were getting, it was a January and it was for the season and our pit coach at the time texted me and he's like can you glue up 12 sets and have a practice ready in an hour and a half and it usually takes three hours to get ready for a practice so i'm like i'll, I'll try so i glued up all the tires and it was which 100 percent rule you're giving 100 percent. you said yeah. i'm not going to tell him no i'm going to do what i can try right and so uh and that's a respectable thing i'm a respectful guy man anyway <laughs> so, I, I think we've got videos. That, we got videos that speak differently of that respectfulness. <laughs> I feel like y'all should like have a bro hug right now Why? on the couch because y'all are just like we would high five each he's other's eyes. You're like, oh, you're so oh no, this is the build them up to let them down. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. It's coming. Just wait for it. Continue. All right. So, 
I glue up all the tires. We get there. Got to get the car ready. It's 20 degrees outside, and the motor wasn't the greatest. So I had to, you have to warm it up for it to run. And I pulled it outside, past, uh, outside the fab shop door, started the engine, let it run while I got all the stuff for pit practice. Same time, they took a, a then nationwide car outside and was running it. And I was just rushing everything, and in my rush, I forgot the car was running, basically. And uh, I went to <laughs> let me stop cars. right here. Hold, hold on, hold on, on there. hold running. on. You let me stop this. it right. Well, I know I got to hear it, but let's just. You forgot the car was running. Were you well, in the, the car? No, the nationwide car was running, and it was louder than the pit car. Okay. So. Were you in the pit car though when you forgot it was running? No. I was outside. So you know how our fab shop, we have like a slant in the back driveway. Every, before pit to practice. To build this up, there's a little bit of a slant to, yep. the, to the driveway as yep. there is in any building so the rainwater runs off before right. you get to the door. Before pit practice, I always uh, chalk the left rear on the pit car outside the door. And I kick the chalk out because, you know, i basically a one-man show. No one ever helped me. So I would just pick, kick the chalk out and put the car in gear so it doesn't roll down the hill. Well, I put the car in gear, and it was running, and it went straight into the garage door. But I will say I jumped. Now, at what point, when you went to put the car in gear, yep. at what point did you not feel the whole car shaking because the engine was running? We're not talking like it's a, a electric engine here. We're talking a gasoline-powered carbureted engine, right? Yep. Well, as soon as, I, as soon as it started going gear, I felt the car jolt, and... I just was along for the ride at that point. So did, I had you, did you ride the car through the door? Or no, did you I had my hand. I had my arm inside the car. I had my body outside of the car, and I was reaching into. The sh Where's the? I had the car on the We've got it somewhere. Oh, okay, no, okay. it's been the race. Oh, I made sure. I don't that. think that's true. <laughs> I think you think that, but I don't think that's. They've true. already tried to find it. It's gone. I got that's my way. That's disappointing. But uh, anyway, put it in gear. It goes through the garage door. It hits the door, and I'm. Keep in mind, I'm, like, still inside the car halfway, and I jumped in the car because uh, our Speedway car was right outside the paint shop, just been painted, <laughs> just got out of the body shop, and the pit car, oh. pit car was going right for it. So I jumped in and shut the car off before it was able to hit anything else. It so really, you yeah, it saved the day, technically. A actually, it, that's a story he developed a to this lot point. Worse. We actually don't know what really happened. That's true, because he's the only one that saw it or knew. <laughs> all y'all <laughs> yeah. knew is all of a sudden yeah. you guys are here working, and a car crashes through I'm the sure door. They're like, heard, whoa. You probably heard about it that week in the bus lot, because Dale Jr. told everybody. I, I, until I came to work here, I had not heard that story. Really? I can tell you that for wow. sure. Yeah, I, I knew nothing about it. Because, yeah. I mean, there's people that knew who I was. I had no idea who they were, but apparently it was the story of the bus lot for a couple weeks. Well, he, I he mean, you're, you're a legend at that point. <laughs> Let's backtrack then. So that was ultimately the end of your pit stopping career no no i did it i did pit stop practice for about a year and that was did you have to fix the car or anything or? no the car the car was fine it was in pristine shape and the door was destroyed. the door was destroyed we got two brand new panels thanks to me thankfully it wasn't 20 degrees outside at, at that time so the guys didn't have to work in the cold it was at no, least it, what like 70 80 degrees no out? it was it was in january I was, so it was yeah cold. i was joking but I stayed. That was a terrible <laughs> joke then. But I stayed and, and helped the guy, the, the garage door repair man, make sure everything was good. That's noble. That's commendable. I know. So you put in extra hours. <laughs> yeah.
We could track this back to the start of the demise of Saeed's then. That one night when yeah. he had to stay and help uh, Saeed's, a local bar in town. Yeah, that, one of Stephen's uh, favorites. That one Stephen Stefan frequents, yep. or Stephen Stephen, depending on what <laughs> any, time of night it is. Any Saturday night, just head on over to Saeed's. You will find Stephen. Let's backtrack to the – all right, so you got to keep pit, pit stopping after that. You yep. got to keep doing that. Yep. When did the next job title come along? Well, I – Started doing assembly and teardown on top of pit practice. Oh, so. you worked on the cars here at one point. Yeah, we actually let him touch the cars. Yeah. I am thankful that was pre my time. <laughs> Do you no? I worked. I worked on them one time when you we were, you were driving for us. No one could fit in your seat, Home and time. I was the only one here. Uh, and they were like, "Hey, can you fit in Regan's seat?" I'm like, "I'll try." And got in and bled the brakes. It was uh, one year because I posted it, and you you were like, "Get away from my car." Where were, where did we go race that? I guess I don't remember. Uh, I this. think it was Michigan. I think you won in that car. You know, I think had, you won the race. We had problems Backslid. that whole weekend. Yeah. We rebuilt that car at the racetrack. And you won the race. So After we rebuilt it because we couldn't figure out what was going on with it. Bad, some bad maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should <laughs> get in it every in week. It. You're like, this car smells like steam. <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but let, let me just jump in there, Regan, real quick. I see your mid-thought. Do you want to ask another no, question? No, I'm good. What, what our listeners are probably figuring out is that Steven's – you know, we're going to get through the rest of the jobs. But I, a question for you, Stephen. Do you think your kind of turnover through the company in terms of position to position, is that a testament to your versatility as an employee or your ineptitude? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need to look up. He doesn't up. know what ineptitude yeah, means. I'm going to need to look up ineptitude. <laughs> but, uh, oh, we're just picking on you, Stephen. We know. The good, news well is, the good news is we've got one that's following in your footsteps sitting in this office yep. or in this studio right now. That's right. I mean, he's recorded shows that just never he's even existed in a few different, few different no. ways. So we could have Stephen Stephan Jr. here with us. Sweets. We Does do we do give Stephen a hard time. However, he's done a lot of great things for the company. He's served in a lot of different roles. And I'll tell you one thing. His role right now, logistics coordinator or whatever it is, it's not a fun job. No, no. And, and as as we are sitting here ball busting and everything that we're doing, it I, I will agree with that. That's one job any race team I I would not want. Just the, the amount of people you've got basically sixty guys every week that have your phone number and if one thing goes wrong, you're getting a text immediately oh, yeah. or you're getting a call and it's always your fault. If their car's not parked in the exact spot that they expect it and they had to walk a hundred yards further, I don't know where my car is so I, I will agree with that, that that is that is a job title that is very difficult and not not just here any race any shop race. any race team that you go into it's it's one of the toughest jobs and and uh, I mean you've held this particular job for quite some time now right yeah five About, years yeah. yeah was that so after you went into the teardown and stuff for a little while and then straight to the no I've worked in the parts room and and that's kind of where I I did the computer work. And That's all where that you stuff. determined that race car parts were not your thing. I guess, yeah. I guess they decided that I was better off in the office. So after the parts, I worked in parts for about six to eight months. I can't remember exactly how long, but I was helping the manager then doing inventory and doing all the purchase orders and all the paperwork basically. And he was just ordering parts and working the counter, and I would do all the behind the scenes paperwork. So I did all that for about yeah eight months or so, and then I got moved into the travel coordinator. Deal in May of held 2010. It, held it ever since. Yep. Very impressive. And you know what impressive, happened? Impressive, impressive resume. Some more behind the scenes here at Junior Motorsports. When everyone calls and <laughs> at Steven about what's going on on the road, do you know who Steven used to call? Oh, this ought to be good now. He used to call me. Yep. <laughs> this is my, he's my go-to. It's very so do now now do operation. I need to get out of yep. the middle of the bro hug here? No. Or, okay. Steven actually. I owe him a lot of He beer. owes me like three cases of Dale's yep. Pale One day I will point. I will deliver, I promise. You're going to come to work and there's going to be that. like six cases of beer on Every favor I did on the road for him, he's like, hey, man, I'll owe you a beer. 
I'm like, Stephen, whenever you actually pay up, it's there's going to be a it's lot It's going to be big. Yeah. Well, he doesn't go on the road anymore. I so. know. Well, kind of you don't either. Me. I know. I never did, though. Well, that's fair enough. We need to that's send a travel enough. person on the road for one year. So I agree. We can see what we're dealing with. <laughs> oh, you want to go on the road <laughs> yeah, for the whole year? Yeah, I will go on the road. All righty. He said I want to see the he country. The bars of America you know what you don't get stand a chance. You know what you get to see? The inside of the garage. Mm-hmm. Then you get to see a restaurant. Then your hotel room. Then the inside of the garage. Well, I booked the, the hotels, plane. so I think it would be good for me to actually see the hotels. Yeah. Our schedules are – the they used to be – they gave you a little bit of time. You could go do something outside the track. Now the way the schedule is – Not so much. Not so much. So. Yeah, that, and I do agree with that. It's it, – you know, the, the, the hours, it, you, you know the schedules, and, and you see them every week. But there is not time for, you know, anything Leisure. other than – Yeah, I mean, it's race cars, food, and sleep, yep. period. That's it. So, Stephen, how has your week been planning the trip to Canada for the truck team? Uh, it's been about a couple months, actually. It's not. It's not a week. Yeah. So procedure. It's I mean, you go into this thing yeah. two, three, four weeks out. Sometimes. Well, I, I was spoiled the last two summers because I haven't had to deal with it, and uh, we added a truck team this year. So yep. uh, I knew they were going to run Canada, and they're going up to Rod's track. Immediately, he yep. started sweating bullets. Yep. What's Mike Davis going to do to me now? Exactly. But I figured since that's been done. You're it safe. It shouldn't be. Well, plus you were on 360 last week also, yeah, which that was yeah. kind of impromptu. But yeah, I'm good. For once you're on it there, you're good once, for a little while. Yeah. Once every six months. And we've done a lot of 360 pranks around the office. Stevens was arguably, I shouldn't say arguably, I'd say is the biggest prank. I was going to say, that took it to the level where you're like, okay, we can't go any higher than <laughs> that. That took it to the level. And if people want to go back and watch this, uh, this is uh, season two of JRM360 entitled The Canadian Prank. So go back and watch that if you haven't. And There's you two understand. episodes, actually. Yeah, it actually carried over into even more than that. They had an think. interrogation ex- episode. Yeah. And, uh, it was an international, international incident. Prank. Steven took, did his job, called NASCAR. NASCAR called Border Patrol. The real Border Patrol. The yeah. real Canadian Border Patrol, who then talked to their agents. Why aren't you letting our trucks into the our, our yeah. JRM And had no clue about it. Yeah. Yep. Then NASCAR called Kelly Earnhardt. Yep. Leads us to say it snowballed. I did. I did watch when I first came to work here. I watched that up or those episodes, those series of episodes, and I I remember right then thinking, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, I don't want any part of their pranks. That was the yeah. first thing I thought. I'm like, yeah. I I don't know how to steer clear of that, but I don't want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was big. It was, oh, it was big. It was big. But Stephen Stephen did his job. That's all we'll say. Yep. He got Mike Davis in trouble in the process, which I commend you for that because that's really <laughs> hard to do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mike, Tyler, and Martin. Yep. Called to the principal's office mm-hmm. upstairs. Yeah, you guys have the Oval Office in NASCAR. I don't know what you call Kelly's office, but wh- whatever you call it. That's yeah, where the big office what I call it. That's where the my big office. You don't ever want to be there. You try to steer clear of that. Oh, yeah. It's like principal's office. You don't want to ever be there. <laughs> so, Stephen, we've talked about a lot of your blunders. If you had to pinpoint your biggest blunder, can't uh, – w- actually, we haven't even given your, your, your nickname. What, what have the guys labeled you? Um, well, Sonny gave me that nickname. At what the is farm. it? It's can't get right. Yeah. <laughs> Our and logistics coordinator can't yep, get right. Can't get right. <laughs> and he's actually the Son- only And Sonny, for those who don't know, manages the properties, the farms, everything else going on mm-hmm. over over near where Dale lives and, and everything else that's going on over there. He And quite honestly, all the properties, mm-hmm. not just there. I mean, the, this shop everywhere, he's kind of oversees everything. Yep. And, and that's who gave you that nickname. He gave right. you that nickname. And uh, he's really the only one that still calls me it today. But I, I did a few things at the farm that, you know, <laughs> Lived up to that I think nickname. the story that listen, if we're gonna bring up Stephen Stephen's stories, the one that I heard that I absolutely loved the most was the lawnmower by the creek story. The, or I think it was lawnmower by the creek, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, it's probably mowing the garden. 
I do. No, it wasn't mowing the garden. That's another story, though. <laughs> what did you, what did you mow in the garden? Um, Kelly's nanny at the time, she lived on the property, and I was uh, mowing her yard. And I saw like a dirt patch, but it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't maintained like a garden. <laughs> so I thought I was doing her a favor because there was weeds coming through the dirt and stuff. So I drove through it. What were those weeds? It was like toma- tomatoes, <laughs> yeah. vegetables. It was important <laughs> stuff. Anyway, if, it, if it's bearing fruit, don't mow it. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was somehow she the per- the timing worked out perfectly where she was driving by, and she got out of her minivan at the time and ran down. Like, she was running down the hill, and I had my iPod in, you know. And I, just <laughs> I have the commercial. With, there's a commercial with a kid mowing yep. stuff and rocks yep. going everywhere. I have that as Have you ever you seen Honey, We Shrunk the Kids? Yeah. When the kid is mowing the grass, and they're lo- they're looking for the kids, and he's listening to the yeah. music? That was That's that what was it was you. like. And she was like, no! And you had no idea. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> running down the hill. And I'm like, what? I thought something was wrong with the kids. or She's like, that's my garden. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, my bad. No, no I th- the story I was referring to was uh, did a piece of power equipment get flooded at some point? Oh, yeah, yes. the weed whacker. The we- I'm sorry, weed whacker. Yeah. I was thinking of lawnmower yep. for some reason. Yeah, I was, uh, was weed eating um, around, the, around the fence area and on the farm, and <laughs> I couldn't get the start, so I took it back. And I was in the in the shop, you know, trying to – and Sonny come in, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get the weed eater to crank. It won't it won't start. He's like, well, you probably flooded it. And I was like, well, I haven't been by any water today. <laughs> and he was like, what – he shook his head, and he was like, what would you say? <laughs> he's like, did you just say that? Oh, and and that, then he went and told everybody. Yeah, and that's how it worked its way over here. Yep. That, that was one of the first ones I heard. So, uh, you know what? With that said, obviously, <laughs> coming down here from C- your Cincinnati area, yeah, growing Kentucky, up, yeah. probably hadn't been around a lot of stuff like that. Either well, I, that I grew up playing video games and on computers, and I never did anything outdoors. I never worked on cars. My, how that changed quick. We yep. have rapidly, he's gone from outdoors back indoors as quick as I could get him <laughs> indoors yep. in front of a computer. Like he does yep. it. This kid won't work outside. Send him in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but... Actually, what a lot of listeners probably don't know is Stephen's got a hidden talent. Do you know what a hidden talent is, Regan? A hidden, ta- uh, maybe a talent that nobody knows about. Uh, if it's hidden, I don't well, know. Well, yes, that's the definition oh, okay. of a hidden. But you just you, asked me if I knew what a hidden talent was. You know was. what his hidden talent is. Do I know what his is? Well, I mean, I've seen plenty of them, but usually he's well, about not, ten dollars pal yeah. into the night. So. Not talking about karaoke or hitting on women. Stephen does impersonations. Not only does he do impersonations, but he does impersonations of fellow office workers so what we're going to do now is have steven do some impersonations regan you are going to guess who they are oh this is fun so this could be actually let me let me rephrase that this is actually nascar industry wide there's no one on this list that doesn't work in the industry okay so we're gonna have are they all within our company or just the industry in general industry in general okay so you may have heard some of these you may have not but we're gonna let regan try to figure out what these are okay or sorry steven so are you gonna tell him which one to do no he's just gonna go ahead okay i got a list I got a small list here of ones he's going to do. Right. So we'll turn it over to Steven, see if we can guess these. All right, so. First, number one. I'm just so proud of Chase. He's just done such a great job as Bill a race car driver. <laughs> That's just too damn. easy. Nailed it. Too what if easy. He had, what if he hadn't thrown Chase in there? Would you have gotten it? Without Chase, I, I might. I got to say, no, I would have gotten it. 
But as soon as he said Chase and yeah. that accent, I knew Actually, it had to I be was, Bill. That was pretty good. It's very good. Very uh, yeah, good. I mean, I would have gotten it either yeah. way, but yeah. the Chase thing was as soon as I oh, that's It's Bill. funny. I, used, I, I did a Bill Elliott before I, he actually came and started working here and and before I knew him. And then, like, now I'm like, oh, if, I hope he never hears this. This is like America's Got Talent. Yeah, it really is. Up yep. front edition yep. right here. All right, next on the list. Go ahead, Steven. Um. Tony just wrecked me, and and uh, needless to say, I'm going to begin my orbit tools at Lowe's. I'll give you a hint. That driver has raced for us before. 2010, mm. I believe. Yep. Took 2010, 2013. Yeah. Took over well, here's where I'm confused, then, because Tony just wrecked me. Irwin Tools. Mm. I'm going to get my Irwin Tools at Lowe's. Irwin never sponsored Tony, to my knowledge. No. To Tony was sponsored by Home Depot, though. Oh, I'm gonna say Danica, perhaps. No. no. Uh oh. Jamie. Oh, <laughs> Jamie McMurray. It was Jamie. I know. Uh, <sighs> yeah, that one. I should have got that one. That was yeah. That, I, I feel a lot of regret right. that okay. I missed that one. We've got two more on this list. Okay. Let's go ahead. Steve. I'm probably gonna get fired for saying this, but I've got to talk like him. He wanted me to talk like him. And I'm probably gonna get fired. If he ever hears this. Oh, that's got to be Junior. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you practiced that? That's actually pretty good. Um, See, I've been doing it for probably two years I'm or so. I'm still mad I didn't get the – I'm mad I didn't get the McMurray, McMurray? one. Because I wanted to say McMurray, but then I was trying to – I, I, I overthought it. You My did. first gut said Jamie. You and know what? I, you overthink a lot of things. I do. I, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. That's my thing. I got, right. I got that one, though. I got the Junior one pretty good. Final impression. I don't think he's going to fire you for that either, by the way. I know. He's heard it before. He actually laughed at the Christmas party. So. <laughs> I was going to say it was on a Christmas video I was one year. I was like, I was hoping he would like because he's never seen it. And then they played <laughs> oh, it. So you just do this in your office they, without him knowing. And if he ever came around the corner and you're sitting there doing it, all of a sudden. They played it at the Christmas moment. party, and, and I was as far away to, as him as I could be because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and he was laughing at it, so it worked out. All right, last one. Well, you know, it's a badass, man. The car was awesome, and uh, we just we had a great car today, and I'm just so happy to be driving this. I can't say can't say the sponsor because you'll get it, you know, but it was a badass. I have no clue. Oh, come on. This is easy. I used to drive for Junior Motorsports, man. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty limited. <laughs> get, go ahead and give him the car. I was, I, Remember what I do, man. That, that was what I was going to say. But. <laughs> I think the Brad impression is the best one he's got. I don't know Brad well enough to know how he acts. <laughs> That's my problem. That's Brad. He acts a little bit different now, but when it's he, it's when he better drove for us. Yeah, it's better we can actually walk around to do it because then you totally know. Oh, yeah. Because Brad I has do a very walk distinct too. walk. Oh, let's do the walk. Take I, the headset I off. Do the walk. There's we not will. enough room. Yeah, we're oh, kinda that's kinda disappointing. We are, kinda, we are constricted. We need to, that's it. Studio's got to grow. Yep. we got to blast this wall out. Yep. Move you move that. It's It's got to happen. We'll make it bigger. What's on this side? Shock room. I can do the junior beard scratches, too, and the hat. I can do that. This is That's probably the most cool multi-talented guy we have in this <laughs> facility. Hence why he's had 12 different positions with the company. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> or I just that. screw up and then just like, <laughs> let's try him at this one. The scarier part for him has got to be if I've done the same job for five years now and they haven't shifted me to something else, then what happens I next? Know. That's got to be the scarier part. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But Stephen, hey man, thanks for coming. I know we give you a hard time, but but we do. No, we yeah, we do, and I, it, we touch briefly on it. But the travel job, there, it's very invasive. 
Um, naturally, you've got to refrain from drinking on Friday and Saturday nights at times, which is tough for a, yeah. what are you, 27 <laughs> yeah. now? A Try. Yep. 26, 28. 28. That's tough for a 28-year-old I know. In, in the Mooresville community wanting well, to just single, single and ready to mingle. That's not what I hear. It's not the word, word upstairs. I don't, know what's, I, don't know single. What, I don't know what's going around upstairs. But <laughs> not single. I heard Stevie's got himself a lady friend. I <laughs> but, th- but you know what? That's a topic. I am not yeah. even talking on that. <laughs> yep. That's a topic for another episode. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't th- we've only got an hour show here, so we don't have enough time for that. Not even an hour. I don't know how long it is. However long we decide to go. There it is. Well, in all honesty, though, it, th- a lot goes into the travel thing, and, and the job starts on Monday. It continues on Monday through Friday. If there is a problem, if there's rain, I know you got to sit there and, and plan ahead for rain. Yep possibly getting us rooms for Saturday night when all the rooms are sold out wherever we're at because it is an NASCAR weekend. So there's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an invasive deal. We go testing, you take care of it. You have transporters going somewhere, you take care of it. Um, you also, on top of that, I know, make sure that the right uniforms are on the trucks for the guys, drivers, hats, shirts. Yep. Everybody knows what they have to wear. Yeah, this year. So that's no, that's been good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so uh, that we had one of those last year, didn't we? Had the wrong suit, had the scramble, get one. Or maybe uh, it was the first year I was here. Might have been two years ago. Uh, yeah, it might have been two years ago. I didn't do it two years ago. Oh, well, there we, we had a last-second addition to Iowa last year, I remember. They shipped us something at the last Yeah, second. we had to have a suit we did get, yep. overnighted to yeah. the track for him to wear for qualifying. It wasn't there in time for practice. Yeah, that's always fun. Well, there we go. I, we give him a hard time, as but you yeah. said, but uh, this guy keeps it ticking around here, keeps yeah. us all uh, going in the right direction, and uh, it, and gives us enough content for 360 yeah, to just really enjoy. And if yeah. anyone hasn't seen the 360 from last week, Season I highly recommend watching last week's. Yes. We also did what was the song again? Tell Me Why. Bye. Bye. How's it go again? I don't have enough Dale's oh, I mean to recite that. <laughs> well, that night you were ready and oh, yeah. willing well, to we sing. Were, we were celebrating for a good cause. We were celebrating so. for a good cause. So, uh, Smith victory. Yep. Absolutely. With the Backstreet well. Boys. Yep. I don't know how that ended up <laughs> happening, but it was yeah. A, it was a good night. Very good night. Well, yep. we appreciate you joining us today and uh, look forward to the, your next blunder that we can pick on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. Thanks for having me. Sorry. Okay, so Regan, this week we've got Road America, another road course. We did two road courses beginning of the beginning of the month. Went to short track at Bristol, so we're back to Road America, where you ran well last year, sir. We did, we did, and then it rained. Then it rained. Then it rained. Womp womp womp. Um, no, we had uh, we had a good run there. Um, thought that thought we were gonna challenge for a victory, and mm-hmm. and halfway through the race, the skies opened up. There was zero percent chance of rain on uh, Saturday in Road <laughs> America. Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, zero percent, and it rained. So that, somebody was. Badly mistaken somewhere along all this, but uh, uh, once the rain happened, we we had a little bit of issue. Got off track a couple times, had to pit to clean the grill off, uh, and and you know whatever the causes of it were. Um, saw us struggling through the day, and and uh, still thought we were going to end up somewhere around fifth to seventh, and I don't know end of the race. I think there was we came in, put tires on, and uh, and got back to twelfth or thirteenth or wherever we finished, and just couldn't battle our way back up to the field. But uh, the nine car was very good in the rain. Yeah. He you guys kind of flip flopped. We did, yeah, because he was, was kind of fifth to seventh when it was dry, and then it and it flip flopped. We were fifth to seventh. He was up, you know, battling for the lead and, and running really well. Um, and you know, just the the circumstances at the end, we chose to put dries on, um, which actually worked out for us based on where we were running at the time because we had just made a green flag pit stop. Uh, the nine car kept his his rain tires on and and had a good shot at winning that thing. Um, when you watch back, you think, wow, he had more yeah. than a good shot. He was right there, the, you know, up until about basically the last lap. I think the, the 62, 62 got, got around him yep. coming to the white flag. So uh, yeah, as a company, we go there with high expectations. You know, we had two cars that ran very well there last year. 
Um, we also go there knowing that the weather is 60% chance of rain on Friday as of right now and 40% chance on Saturday. So, uh, so maybe that 40 will turn into zero since last year it went the opposite way. Right, exactly. And the weather guys, man, they got the job. You yeah, know, you true. just you shoot a dart at a board, and if it hits it, great. If it doesn't, nobody's really going to yell at you because you can just say, man, that's the weather. Shucks. So Road America, although it's a road course, sim- it's similar to probably Watkins Glen as opposed to Mid-Ohio. It, it's got the speed of Watkins Glen. I think the turns are, are probably tighter than Watkins Glen, um, not as tight as Mid-Ohio. There's a couple technical sections to the racetrack that are that are a little bit more difficult, um, but definitely has the speed of a Watkins Glen. It's a very fast, long straightaways, heavy braking zones. I think yeah. that's the biggest difference from um, any of the road courses we've run to this point is every corner is, is seemingly a heavy braking zone where you're as much as you can push the pedal down trying to get your car slowed up. A lot of 90-degree corners. There's a carousel corner there as well, which mo- most road courses have. Um, but 90-degree corners seem to be the, the majority of it. Tons of elevation change. Yeah. And, and for somebody that hasn't been there, I think that's the toughest part to understand your first lap around there. I watched the videos. I watched tapes and everything before the first time I went there. And you go up the front straightaway, and it literally is like you're on a backcountry road, and you lose your stomach when you get to the top of it. Oh, that's you know, cool. We've all yeah. been there where you're riding down a country road somewhere in your car, crest the hill and you're like "Ooh, hey it's like a roller coaster it's you hit this and it's like you're going straight into a wall and going up three stories and then it stops and it flattens right back out again for the you know for the turn one section of the racetrack so um exciting track and and definitely a good racing area up there wisconsin milwaukee area in between there and green yeah. bay the cheese state the, it is the cheese state I'm going to miss the trip. It, we're not far from uh, your Bay. favorite nope. team. We fly into Green Bay, actually. We do. We do. I'm surprised you didn't volunteer for this weekend. Well, you know, it occurred to me, however, the Packers are going to be playing the Eagles at home at Lambeau Field on Saturday night after the race. So when you all leave, you'll probably be flying right over Lambeau. You can see the Packers down there playing. We could potentially see that. However, I knew if I went to this race, um, I'd end up going to the football game. <laughs> then I'd have to find my own way home. So, yeah, that was my that was that was where all the negativity came from. Yeah, but anyways, how many passing zones do you have there? Good passing zones. Um, uh, actually, legit. Legit passing zones. I would say turn one is a legit passing zone. Turn what they call turn three. It's not technically turn three in my head. Is a is a legit passing zone if somebody doesn't get off turn one very good. Uh, turn five is a huge passing zone. That's going into the left hander after the the longest or one of the longest straightaways on the track. Um, what's that? That's three passing zones. Uh, I don't know all the turn numbers. I'm running through my head. <laughs> Trying to count them as you go. I think it's turn seven, and yeah. there's a passing zone. Um, the carousel can be a passing zone. Guys slip up and miss that corner a lot, and then you go down the long back straightaway into uh, into the right-hander. It's got to be like turn 12 or 13. Um, that's another good passing zone. So there's there's five or six opportunities to pass there on that racetrack. There's also about 15 opportunities just to crash every lap around <laughs> for there. For every passing zone, multiply two for the crash. Zone. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm talking just on your own. I mean, it is, it, for whatever reason, it's a tough road course. We see a lot of cars run off there. Um, and, and with the speed, the margin for error is way less because you end up in a sand trap. If mm. you go off, you can't save it as easily. Uh, they're, the back, what I'm going to call the back straightaway after the carousel is one of the trickiest corners, I think, that we go to just because you're doing – 140 miles an hour it's a third gear topped out corner and the car feels like it wants to spin out every time you go through there so uh, a lot of challenges to that place and and uh, you know keeps the drivers busy um, crew chiefs can't see what's going on you can't hear spotters unless they can yeah, see you you really tough. can't hear them because of the elevation and it's four miles i mean it's big track four miles is a huge racetrack yeah let's face it so 
Yeah, it's, it's a great facility up there at Road America. Uh, always has a great fan turnout. But like Regan said, the track's just so big, everyone's spread out across four miles of track. They so. have, like, people in the trees at one point down yeah. the back stretch there. I, I, we went on the ride around in the trucks one year. <laughs> And I was it's looking up stand. in the trees. I I don't know if it was tree stands or what, but I swore I saw people in trees, and I'm like, is that hunting season or are we at <laughs> a racetrack? What's going on here? And you know you're guaranteed to get some good brats up there. You are, yeah. yeah. But that, that race this weekend, we've got Regan back in the tax layer, uh, the number 7 taxlayer.com Chevrolet, Chase Elliott, and the num number 9 Napa, as always, and Ben Rhodes will be joining us again, filling in uh, in the 88 car in the Alpha Energy Solutions Chevy. And that race is going to be sad. It's kind of interesting this weekend. Because um, we the Cup Series is off. Our race is Saturday, August 29th at 3 o'clock Eastern Time on NBCSN. Um, and then the truck race is actually on Sunday. So we still got plenty of racing this weekend with the Cup, Cup Series being off. So it should be uh, definitely one to watch. Last road course of the season for the Xfinity Series. So you never know what's going to happen. This is true. Am I right? Okay. That brings us to the K1 Speed Hot Laps. First name, why don't you take us into that? K1 Speed is America's premier indoor go-kart racing center. With 27 locations nationwide, there's bound to be one near you. Visit k1speed.com today to find a location near you. I feel like you're heading on the game today, first name. Wake up, first name. It is, it is, sorry. You, you haven't said two words the whole show. You know what? He needs a Dale's Pale. He needs something. There's some right well, there. I mean, I wasn't going to interject and interrupt y'all and Steven. That was fun. He always defends himself whenever yeah, we there's get There's always on. an excuse. Always a reason. Okay. It's, we're taping this on Tuesday, August 25th. Madden has just come out. We're all big Madden fans. However, it's come to my attention that one quarterback for the Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning, is telling everyone he's been playing the past two seasons without feeling in his fingertips. You know what that sounds like to me? An excuse. To your issues. If Peyton Manning can't throw the football, he just needs to say, I can't throw the football anymore. I did not hear the report that Peyton Manning uh, has had no feeling in his fingertips. I, I have not paid as close of attention to football as possibly I should. What I can say is I still think he's one of the greatest of all time. No excuses needed for that. And I, for one, as it is Tuesday, and Madden did just come out, was at the store this morning <laughs> to get my copy of Madden. So I don't have internet currently, so I can't play Madden for a while, but I do have a copy of it. Pretty cool yesterday to see everyone from the racing world from every corner of the racing world kind of support Justin Wilson and everything that happened to him. You always hope that something good happens from that kind of situation. His brother said today that uh, his organs have already saved six lives, which is kind of cool. I know Road America is doing some decals and moment of silence this weekend, and I know his two little girls will be his legacy, but hopefully safety issues um, will be a part of that as well. There you go. Very good way to very good way to end take the hot laps and, and take us out for today. Uh, you know, Naturally, I think all our thoughts and prayers are with his family racing is one big community and and you, you never want to hear that um I, I for one you know was was very concerned when we saw the incident happen and uh you know you just think about all his people all his family all his friends all his indycar friends and uh man you, you hope that they can uh, pull together and, and get through it together and the one thing i've heard through all this that, that i think we always have to point out when an incident happens on a racetrack is and, and i've heard a couple different guys make the statement now he was doing what he loves he was in a race car and, uh, and that's one thing that you can take from it as a silver lining is there's not too many people that get to go out doing what they love. It's a valid point. Absolutely. And, and hopefully in these situations, all you can hope for is that something good in terms of safety development will come out of it. And I think we're already hearing some, some rumblings. I don't know if IndyCar maybe is directly talking about it yet, but I know there's been some talk of F1 perhaps going to some closed cockpit or some version of a cockpit that can encapsulate the driver a little bit differently than it does. So, uh, you know, you don't want any of that stuff to go in vain. You want to learn from it and uh, and, and constantly improve and make, make safety better. 
we're good. That's going to take us out this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening, um, and we'll, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Race fans, did you know Oscar Blues was the first craft brewery to put their beer in cans? That's right. In 2002, Dale's Pale Ale paved the way for the craft can revolution, allowing their great beer to be taken anywhere, on the trail, a day on the lake, and especially to the racetrack. And with brewery locations in Colorado and North Carolina, you can be sure you'll find fresh Dale's Pale Ale near you. Visit OscarBlues.com and find out where to get your Dale's today.